Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. Hello, everyone. We'll start off Hello. with Mile High Salute tonight, apparently. No. Uh, no. Okay. No. Uh, well, I get, yeah. Well, yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Or they should got, we? They got their yeah. ass whipped. No. Uh, but that's yeah. it. Uh, leave it at that. Yeah. Not a, uh, not a good Saturday for Colorado sports. Let's, or Saturday and Sunday. Let's put it that way. Two days. Yeah. I like, I like what Shoe Show said. It was like, you know, CEO got beat, and then there, the Broncos were like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, watch this. We can do better. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, back again, episode 90, uh, titled this one Stock Cars and Stock Cards. Eat. Stock Cards. Jeez, we just butchered that. Stock Cars and Stock Yards. Yeehaw. Obviously, the uh, National Series was in Texas, hence the name. But we want to uh, start out uh, this podcast by saying a very happy 29th birthday to this guy on my left. You're I'm right. Glad you got it right. Yes, 29 years of age in, what'd you say, an hour hour and change? Uh, Yeah, about an hour and 15 minutes I'll uh, officially right. be. 29. 29, 29 years old. <laughs> well, salut. I, uh, it's been like five weeks since I've drank on the podcast, so we got- Oh, our, he's got a uh, shotgun one. I was, oh, I told, oh, boy. I, I oh, told, boy. I told Brandon, on, I broke, told Brandon, I was like, oh, you know, let, let's do a little shotgun. All on right, everybody podcast. smash that like button right now if you want to, to uh, shotgun <laughs> yeah. this beer. Yeah, wow that's, that's it i did it on you friday. remember how to do this hey i showed you on friday and i is your wife on standby in case anything happens <laughs> she's just a you know a quick couple steps upstairs okay well if we, if, yeah okay what well, we got her on speed dial in case you uh fall out of the chair or anything. yeah i'll just yell sweetheart we got to cheer you on like go 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 yeah go, over go, under go. viewers uh under five or over five? Oh, so i can't what, i know seconds? i know what it's going to be I know what it's going to be because I've, I've seen him do it. All right. Well, we, we do a time clock here, a little stopwatch. Okay. Oh, should we get a stop? Oh, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get the stopwatch out I'm going to set quick time here, fellas. Here we go. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> 5.3 seconds. All right. Hold on. So you got to – I was going to say, you got to – When he, when he cracks the whole though. thing. Yeah. Okay. When he I'll, cracks, when he, you I'll, go. I'll do the whole thing. I'm no cheater. All right, here we go. Let's, 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 take, I got to take the headset off. That's yeah, fine. Let's see what you got here. I got he you. He cracks a thing. You start yeah. talking. Okay. All right. No way. Oh yeah, it was. Oh shit! That I was can't. Four point eight. That was like four seconds. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was pretty good. I oh, now he's gonna eight. blow. Yeah. Chow. <laughs> Now he's blowing oh, motors. My goodness. <laughs> All right. I'm Clay coming at you. I feel like we should just start every episode off like that. <laughs> Birthday or not. That uh, impressive. That was that was good. Thank you. You That's still got it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, wow. I had a old uh Bud Light can from college days. Um, and I was proud of a 2.9, but that was back, you know, when we were mm-hmm. getting after it. Season. Uh, yeah, yeah, but 3.8, 4. Woof. All right. That was good. I, I, I was sir, will not be doing that with this, or you two will have to go <laughs> solo. Uh, anyway, For anybody uh, that still shotgun spears, that was a nice, smooth, 
easy to drink shotgun and beer. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Outlaw. It's a good plug. <laughs> uh, you'll have to show them this video, or at least the first uh, four minutes and forty seconds here. There anyway. you go. Uh, anyways, uh, happy birthday, Jake. Um, Thank you. Uh, thanks for spending it with us and everybody watching here tonight. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll get right into it. So uh, Brandon Hall, creator and host of the best podcast in the state of Colorado. Um, obviously got some national stuff to talk about, local stuff, crowning champions from the asphalt side and the, the final of the dirt side. Um, yeah. And uh, driver of the 3BH Outlaw Cart and all past a birthday boy who uh, just kicked us off the only way he knows how. So. <laughs> I don't know if you need an introduction. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, after that, yeah. What's up, everybody? Jake Smith, driver of the 89 Gam and shotgunner of the Outlaw <laughs> beer. <laughs> I want to get a beer bong for next episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the last I one. I haven't yeah. done one of those in forever. But, uh, yeah, excited. Uh, you know, coming down to the wire here, and we got a lot to talk about on the local scene here. I know there wasn't a whole lot of divisions, asphalt side and dirt side, but we still had some good entertainment for the, the weekend. So looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, pass it on to this guy. All right. I'm uh, Jordan Smith, driver of the 13S GAM, uh, co-beer drinker here on this podcast. And uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Let's uh, let's kick this shindig off. We've got a lot, of, a lot of fun things to actually talk about, like Jake was just saying. So. Yeah, absolutely. Kicked it off the right way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to say after that. Uh, but what we will do is uh, give Frank's Radio Service uh, and Frank's Radio Service Colorado. Did my screen just turn orange? Is that just there? There it goes. Okay. Not sure what that was about. Uh, my computer loves the color orange too, apparently. Uh, anyway, Frank's and Frank's Radio Service Colorado, thank you for your partnership. Uh, this year, we're winding down. I think we just counted pre-show. We have about seven episodes left, give or take um so yeah we're, we're winding down as well uh want you guys to stay tuned into the into the podcast we've been saying it for a couple weeks now we have some huge news big news exciting news to share with you for next year season four um, we're not going to give you any hints anything like that um but we we will share uh probably the, the final episode with you what we're going to do and get drunk uh not on peanut butter whiskey this year but uh, just have a great time so yeah that's well, our further further off. No, always, everybody gets never, hammered yeah. on this show. Yeah, well, that's fine, but I'm not peanut butter whiskey. I'll make sure <laughs> I have. I mean, something other than that. Anyway, um, thank you to Brian, Daryl, Frank for everything you guys have done and continue to do for us. Um, if you do have a race left uh, here in Colorado or the national level um, touring series, uh, be sure if something breaks or if you want to try something out for next year, as we said, please get with them. They will help you out, let you test stuff uh, before you buy it. Um, but yeah, without further ado, we'll uh, give them their minute and six seconds of fame, and then we'll uh, bust it out with the Xfinity Series recaps. Here we go. That'll get you pumped up for some racing, right? If you or your team are missing the vital in-race communications that you have been longing for, or your radio sound like something from the 1960s, it's time you give our presenting partner, Frank's Radio Service, a call. They offer radio and headset sales along with all of the accessories you will need to take that extra step to winning more races. The team at Frank's goes the extra lap to program your radios as well, so you can focus on racing and spotting. Give your local Colorado dealers, Brian or Daryl, a call at 719-761-1413 
or 720-545-5249 now to get started. Traveling out of town for a race? No problem. Franks has you covered from the West Coast to the Midwest. Also check them out at www.franksradio.com and on Facebook, Franks Radio Service Colorado. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. Yes, please do tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, Melody, to your comment, this is actually not, still not my man cave. Um, that is actually being worked on. Uh, so I will be in there definitely for season four. Uh, but um, I couldn't get away from the High Limits Dirt Series, 50 grand to win uh, race here tonight at Lernerville. Dale Jr.'s there. So uh, don't mind me uh, in the background there. But uh, pass to, to George for the Xfinity Series recap. Indeed. So we had the Andes frozen custard 300 at Texas hey. motor speedway. Um, good, good racing overall. Um, throughout this entire one, it's the second one for the round of 12 and, uh, you know, guys fighting hard, you know, earning, trying to get every position that they possibly can. Um, really it came down to the last restart. There was a hell of a battle between John Hunter Nemechek and Parker Klingerman. Um, yeah. About May I interrupt you. So yes. if you, if you uh, listen to door bumper clear, you say it just like uh, Brett Griffin, Klingerman, 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 Klingerman. Yeah. Klingerman. It's Klingerman, but I say Klingerman. Yeah. <laughs> like I know. Ma- uh, Matty tomato. tomato yeah. squad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Anyways, no, uh, they had uh, a good door, door-to-door battle going on uh, for a couple laps, and then I believe it was, yeah, Parker Kligerman hey. got loose, got loose, and John Hunter Nemechek ended up taking the lead and then took off from there. But uh, you know, uh, when it comes to John Hunter, I mean, he's just he's just on a friggin' roll, it, especially as of what lately. Uh, what's how many wins is that on him the season for him Six this year? Or seven. I mean, just phenomenal season mm-hmm. so far. Uh, right now, it looks like he's obviously the car to beat. You know, there's the JRM cars that are still in it. But, um, man, him and that Toyota has got it just rolling right now. Yeah. Um, I know for coming up next race, what is it? Uh, the Roval course. So mm-hmm. kind of a for him, I mean, he already moves on. But um, for, for some of these other guys, you know. Uh, Actually, I mean, I think they they switched up. They go to Talladega this weekend. I'm pretty sure because it's usually the trucks and cup in the fall. Oh, you're right. No, you are right. It is. It is the. It's the yellow. That, that's Yellowwood 500, yeah, yellow 500 at yeah. at Talladega. Yes, correct. Yep, that's correct. So that's excuse me. Oh, and even even worse there. I mean, <laughs> showers night out at Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, he's on but, one now that he's shotgun a beer. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's the, he, he's the jokester now, not the statistician. We're gonna <laughs> see. They're gonna see the different side of Jake here in a minute. Right. Um, but yeah, good good racing overall. Um, you, you know, the I saw today too that uh, JRM signed uh, Sam Smith to yep. a, a long term deal. Uh, good for that young man. Uh, I think he's going to do really well in the JRM equipment. Um, it's going to be a hell of a sight to see come from 2024 out of that group. I mean, there's some really good race car drivers on that team now. So, uh, yeah, but there's uh, highlights for the Xfinity race, at least. So up to you for the Cup Series. Yeah, absolutely. I was distracted by the four-wide salute on the TV there. So uh, Texas, um, you had on Sunday, you had the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 400 at Texas. I should have let 
Jordan through this one, but uh, it was there, the first race of the round of 12 for the Cup Series uh, gentlemen. There's no uh, females this year. Uh, I wanted to point out how hot it was. Um, you know, you, you hear him complain like, oh, it's hot. But the ambient temperature right when they started the race was about 100 degrees. And then Dell Jr., Jeff Burton do their little uh, on the track deal now with NBC. And uh, then they gave the track temperature, which was 140 degrees. And under the pace laps starting, they have those digital thermometers and the and the in, onboard cameras, the car. I can't remember who they panned to, but it said 124 before they even got going. And I'm like, it, I think there was a Xfinity driver on Saturday that actually had to get a replacement driver because he said, I, I'm starting to lose vision because it's so yeah. hot. So that's when you know it's like, wow. Like, yeah. and it, it, sauna, not yeah. the, right. It's like a sauna. <laughs> Uh, but I know none of, none of the viewers watching, cause obviously this is a racing podcast, but for anybody that says NASCAR drivers aren't athletes, well, I challenge you to get in a race car that hot and, you know, drive for two, three hours and see if you can do it. But regardless, Shit, uh, I need you. Well, I'll just, I'll, I'll just do a tag off from Kyle Larson. No, 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 go ahead. I need to lose some weight. Let me drive. Well, maybe yeah. <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah there you go uh so with that being said um copying paste from saturday the toyotas were super strong they've been on a freaking rampage lately um all of them too i mean we had christopher bell the last three races before this one qualifying the pole bubba wallace got this pole so toyotas are just found speed found something which is cool to see you like to see diversity and not just one manufacturer you know whooping everybody's tail every week regardless um Bubba Wallace, obviously, I feel like for the better half of the whole race was the car to beat, um, led 111 laps, which is dominant, really. Um, and then Kyle Larson just showed speed in practice and then just started picking his way through early in stage one and then into stage two, found his way up to the to the front, um, actually took over the lead, led 99 laps of his own. A um, lot of uh, cautions. I won't go into every single one of them because there's a lot. Uh, I feel like just Cruz pushing the, the envelope on, on tire pressure um, and camber, especially in the rear. And some of them, you know, it, it just was too much. Kyle Busch, you know, got loose. Uh, there was, I think, let's see, one, two, three, four, five playoff drivers that had basically crashes um, mm -hmm. in the race. Uh, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, obviously at the end, MTJ, Blaney, Christopher Bell. Mm -hmm had Denny Hamlin and Ty Gibbs freaking smashing into each other on, uh, on pit road. But um, moral of the story is, you know, Bubba led early, uh, Kyle led late, looked like it was his race to, uh, to win. And then a late race caution came out, stacked them up. Uh, Kyle and Bubba were racing hard together. And then uh, Kyle just got underneath Bubba. Um, I can't remember if it was three or four, or one and two, and just lost it and backed it into the fence. Obviously caution comes out. Kyle's day is done. Um, so then you're thinking, okay, this is Bubba's race to lose. Well, he fudged up the restart, and here comes little William Byron. Um, mm -hmm. And you had Chastain in there. Chase Elliott was kind of there, but you knew he didn't have that dominant of a car mm -hmm. to, you know, do anything. But lo and behold, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Bubba just messed it up. He even said it himself. Um, but regardless, Willie B went on to win the race, his sixth of the year. So uh, as George said about John Hunter, dominant um i think that ties from chase's total last year which was the most 
Um, so yeah, and I, I don't see a reason why they won't win, uh, any more races. They're, they're pretty dominant, but, uh, congrats, congratulations to Willie B and, uh, HMS. That was their 300th Cup yeah. Series win. So I love yeah, that uh, hat that, uh, the big hats. Yeah. Rick Hendrick had on after the yeah. race was over. That was we awesome. Need to, we need to order some of those. <laughs> <laughs> they're expensive. Well, I'm sure hats. they are. They're, yeah, they're sure. not cheap. Hey, I but looked, we win 300 I races. It. You know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. You know, yeah. But, uh, a cotton farm on top of your head, you know, seriously. Yeah. That's a, that's a big hat, but, uh, yeah. So William Byron is officially the first driver to punch his ticket into the, the round of eight. Um, and a lot of, uh, catching up to do for a lot of those playoff drivers that I said that are got caught up in incidents and, you know, Bob Wallace had a great race, but he's on the cut line. It's just crazy how these playoffs work. So, mm -hmm. uh, George said, we're heading to Talladega. Certainly if you're not doing anything, um, Sunday, uh, tune into that one playoff race and it's at Talladega. I mean, can't ask for anything more. So definitely expect a couple big ones, um, in my opinion. So. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was it. The trucks were off uh, this weekend or this last weekend and this next weekend. I can't recall when they come back without looking at the schedule. Uh, but yeah, um, that was it for uh, the NASCAR side. So I will uh, pass to these two Hoonigans for the uh, CNS weekend recap and weekend preview. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, we had uh, another championship night. Uh, this past Saturday, the 23rd, we had the Matco Tools Championship Night. So we had uh, uh, only three series run. We had the Pro Trucks, Late Models, and Trains. So Pro Trucks and Late Models ran a double feature, a 20 and a 30 for both, it looks like. Uh, and then they had, I know they added the Drift Cars late because I know they had a Drift Car show Sunday. Uh, so they kind of did like a little intermission preview. And then they also had an all-truck circle drag. So thought that was pretty cool. It looks like some dude, the big old diesel dually got out there and dually. Okay. Yeah. I, one of the pictures on here from Joe star. Yeah. This guy's got a big old dually. Don't know how well that did against this other, uh, hot rod truck, but, uh, hey, six tires are better than four, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, I'll go ahead and start us off with the trucks. Uh, looks like we had, let me skim down here. 17 trucks make it out for this weekend uh, i know there was a couple of close battles going on um but it looks like mr curtis heldenbrand started off the night quick time so set the pace with a 17144 which is a pretty darn good lap on the trucks uh first feature uh kind of watched this on ashlyn himmler's uh live feed and what about the first three laps uh, started looking like it was going to be some good battling up front between uh, Tyler Riggins and the 16 of Travis Rowe. Uh, looks like on like the third, second or third lap going into three. Uh, looks like Tyler Riggins got into the back of Travis Rowe and sent him nose first into the turn three wall and mm -hmm. ended his night. So folded up the nose pretty good. Uh, so two laps into the first feature. Not a good way to start, but after that, uh, it got pretty pretty spread out and some good racing all around. Uh, the 11 car was up front with Brian Yackey because uh, they sent Tyler Riggins to the back for spinning out the uh, 16 and pretty much just got out to the front right away and took the win. I mean, I think he had probably over second and a half, two second lead by the end of it. 
uh, I know Cody Vander, or uh, excuse me, uh, Rudy Vanderwall was up there fighting with uh, Brian Yaki for second place, which that ended up being an important spot because post-race, uh, the uh -oh. number 11 did not pass technical inspection. So that handed off the win to Mr. Rudy Vanderwall in the 34, and then Mr. Brian Yaki finished second. So uh, as we saw with our GAM championship, uh, you know, sometimes second Take place, them how you can get them. Take them how you can get them. Sometimes <laughs> second place is just as good as first place because you never know what might happen in post-race yep. tech. So uh, stinks for the, uh, the 11 truck, uh, you know, He's kind of in mid-pack up there a little bit, but to get out front and then, you know, stretch a lead like that and then not put uh, past post-race tech, that kind of, that's a little bit of a dagger there, but, you know, rules are rules like we've, like we've seen before. Uh, so in the second feature, I unfortunately didn't get to watch that one, but uh, kind of became the Vanderwall show for the other Vanderwall, uh, Mr. Cody Vanderwall. Uh, looks like he ended the race as points leader and uh, stayed up front pretty much the whole race. Uh, kind of reading here, you know, some back and forth beating and banging, but nothing uh, too bad. Uh, looks like it kind of got strung out and single file and just pretty much went green to checker with that one. So nothing too dramatic uh, for the last race of the trucks, uh, which is good because like we've talked about before, we want to see cars and trucks go home the way they got brought to the track and we want to have some nice good battles out on the racetrack uh and see what people can do so um looks like uh cassidy hines got back in the 3c truck so that was good to see them back out there with the truck and uh let's see the 88s of mr brad skufka was your rookie of the year in the pro truck so i know he's been kind of uh going back and forth between some of the series looks like he kind of find, finally found his footing in the trucks which is uh which is good because he looked pretty damn good this year. I know start of the season, you know, they were just trying to figure things out and then just kind of, you know, figured stuff out late in the season and was up there battling a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I was, that's very proud of Brad and keep that truck clean all year. Uh, pretty damn good. I know that like a couple of weeks ago and I raced with him, he had that unfortunate incident with the rear end, but got it fixed and got back out there and finished the season strong and got rookie of the year. So, Congrats, Brad, for Rookie of the Year. Congrats, uh, Mr. Rudy Vanderwall for Feature 1 win and um, Cody Vanderwall for the second Feature win and also taking your 2023 Pro Truck uh, Championship this year. So uh, I was super impressed with the trucks this year. Um, they put on some hell of shows. And they You're biased in. now. Yeah, I'm biased now. <laughs> getting into one, it was fun to, to just finally feel <clears throat> How it is to drive one of those and they were super fun and i love the trucks man i've said it before i'll say it again i love the trucks they're they're a good series to watch so congratulations to everybody uh for a good season and uh looking forward to next season to see what uh what it may bring so with all of that said uh, i'll pass it down to jordan for the late models all righty uh man it, it was looking forward to these uh these set of races here in the late models because they had 21 cars show up to start the night. Um, there was a, a fill-in, if you will, somebody who's uh, we've we've come to know pretty well, uh, not only at the track but off the track as well. But uh, Kyle Clegg was filling in in the 51 car this last weekend, and we we were all we were up at the cabin, but we were paying attention to what was going on. 
um, you know, I was watching race monitor for practice and stuff and kind of seeing who was, who was going to be the cars to beat this weekend and, and whatnot. Cause there was a lot on the line and a lot of close battles going on for championship, you know, wise and rookie of the year for that matter. Um, but man, Kyle Clegg jumped in that thing and just took off, right. Set. He was fastest in both practices or all three practices. If sorry, um, took the, took qualifying, took the, took the pole for qualifying set took quick time. And then the first race drove his ass off, got out to the front and took off. Like we were watching, we were watching it on, on video and it was like, good Lord, man. Like what? bitch. <laughs> Pull the nitrous out of your ass or something. Holy crap. Um, it's into anything, and it's all of a sudden, it's like, son of, here it is. Kyle's going to kick everybody's ass. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was uh, it, it was great. It was it was good to see um, for that team, too, because they've they've struggled in that in that car. And then to see it, it go up front, you know, that was, that was good to see. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and the first race, there really were no no issues. Um, I know I'm just, like I said, I'm just going back here through and even though I watched it, just going back through kind of some of the notes a little bit from the first race, but, uh, Eric Meisner started up front. Uh, Mike Gallegos was up front. Uh, Bryce Winemaster, he, he was, well, he was started off er, up front early. And then, like I said, Kyle, Kyle Clegg just kind of weaved his way through and made the pass. And once he got out front, he he had quite the lead and, and kind of took it from there. So the first feature win um went to kyle clegg uh second was excuse me let me go down was mike gallegos who was fighting for a championship eric meisner finished third rick smith was fourth uh down elma ended up finishing fifth and then for your second feature man i know casey wiggins was running up front from the start uh michael hannah that was that was one thing that i that i noticed on the on the initial i do believe it was the initial start um it was Lee Kemet and Michael Hanna were up front to take the green flag. And Michael Hanna coming off turn four, he's probably three, four car lengths by the time he hit the flag stand in front of Lee Kemet. So he got quite the jump. So they did send him back one row, but they didn't send the whole row back. They just sent him back, which, uh, which yeah, put Lee Kemet out front. And man, that guy drove his drove his ass off for that whole entire race. You could see he was coming off the corner a little bit and get a little sideways, you know, get a little loose, but you could just see he was just hammering it down, man. He was just not going to let anybody pass him. Um, Kyle Clegg, uh, he, he was running about fifth, fourth, got his way up to, I think it was third position. And, and I didn't see it, which I thought it was really weird when I was watching it is that I didn't see it, but I guess him and Michael Hanna got together and they sent him to the rear of the field. And, and I was, I, like I said, I didn't see what happened. So, you know, obviously people that were there can fill in and, and feel that part. I didn't know what exactly happened on that one, but they sent him to the rear of the field. Uh, Casey Wiggins did a really good job in that second race. Um, he is fighting up there really hard for second and third uh, for majority of the, well, first half of that race, first 20 laps or so. Um, but man, there was just nothing for that 98 car. You could just tell he was just—he was gonna get it. You know what I mean? Like he—it was on a man on a mission for sure. Uh, championship aspirations on the line, all that stuff. Mike Gallegos though ended making—he ended up getting up front and then just stood there right with right there with him, right. So Lee Kimmon ended up taking the win. 
Mike Gallegos took second. Dan Elmo ended up finishing third. Good to see him back running up front. I know he's had a the latter half of this season. He's kind of yeah. struggled just a little bit. I, I don't know what if if they made some changes in the car or what they might be trying some different stuff. Not not one hundred percent sure. Um, Rick Smith ended up finishing fourth, and then Eric Meisner, another top five for the him. Um, good job to see after all the issues that they've had over the course of the last three races as well. Uh, I do want to point out too that Kyle Morse. <laughs> I saw a picture posted by Ian Clark that he stripped the body completely off of that car after the races were over and was handing out pieces to all the fans. So it was literally just the deck lid, bare chassis, and and some of the deck lid and the interior left on that car, which was really cool. I mean, um, yeah, if you're going to scrap the car, scrap the body, whatever, after the season's over with, anyways, might as well make some kids happy. And I did see some pictures and stuff. and kids had a door panel and every, had all the drivers signing it. And that was, mm-hmm. that, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, that was really cool. It sucks. So Kyle had a really rough year. Right. Uh, unfortunately, but, and, it, and that, you know, as, as much as you say that's racing, I mean, it sucks, but yeah, he, you feel bad for guys like that, that just, you just couldn't get any luck to go your way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just like one thing after another, I know we experienced a lot of that early on in this season, you know, we just had like one thing after another. It was like a chain reaction of stuff. It's like, wow, what what else could go wrong? Don't ask you know? that. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it sucks. It's just one of those things. But um, but anyways, so your uh your championship came down to uh, Mike Gallegos ended up winning the championship. Thank, uh, congratulations to him. Absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, driving his ass off to get rookie of the year was the number 18 car of uh, Casey Wiggins. So good job, young man. Um, Phenomenal job in that series this year. They were a lot of fun to watch. Um, This year seemed like there was a lot of parody up and down the board of people that could win and people that were running up front. Like it it seemed like it wasn't the same top five from race to race. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Which which makes it exciting to watch, you know, uh, any, any sort of division. But when you have that kind of diversity in mm-hmm. driver ability and, and teams on the on the brink of winning every single weekend, it makes for a really fun series to watch. So yeah. I was some, really proud to watch them. Some drama in there, kind of, you know, just past the halfway point, you know, that we've talked about before that we don't really need to bring up again. But uh, yeah. you know, it also just shows the hard work that all these teams and people put into their cars that, you know, yeah, they got destroyed or whatever, but they're, they're in it. They want to be there and they'll do what it takes to get out on the track again. And, you know, kudos to everybody else out there that has put the hard work in to make sure you're at the track each and every week and put on a good show and, and, and have some fun. So, right. uh, yeah, everybody this year, it's been, it's been a fun year. So we all got a couple more yeah. left. Yeah, so, two two more races to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this upcoming weekend is uh, the. Oh, sorry, got the trains. We got, we got one more. Oh, yeah. there's more. There's more. <laughs> I'll let you handle it, drunkard. We, I, ain't saying <laughs> I ain't drunk as I think I thought I once was. <laughs> uh, we did have the trains one. I think this is. No, they have two races. They have this one and then one more. I do believe. I think they run the last night of the year too. Right. True. Yeah, because yeah. like the demo cross and there's like eight different series that night running. Yeah. 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 Uh well they did crown a champion. So maybe they're just so far ahead of points that they just crowned it 
this weekend. <laughs> Early? I thought they had got rained out. <laughs> Let me, I'll take a look while you go ahead and give the recap. Yeah. Well, either way, it was, uh, you know, it's been a, a weird year. And I know that we've used, we've been used to having, you know, eight, 10 trains out there and they've had somewhere just four and five and six, but they finally had all six out. Uh, I think they've had six max this year. So they had all six out this weekend and, uh, sounds like they put on a pretty good fun show. Uh, you know, that last call with Jared wall at the helm, you know, they just find their way back up to the front eventually and, and take a win. So they, uh, the 86 of last call, uh, ended up winning your trains, uh, feature. They had a 10 lap little feature and they also won. Oh no, they didn't. The 80 HD of snafu who came in mm. second this weekend, won the, uh, train championship. That's right. Cause there was a couple of times this year that, uh, Jared in the last call, they had some issues and didn't finish races. So, um, the 80 snafu was your train, uh, champion this year. So, uh, after the race, uh, it was pretty cool. I saw that they all stopped out on the front straight away and took a, a group photo and, um, it's pretty cool little moment, I think. So, uh, kudos to all those people with the trains. I know it's probably not easy to try and get out there and, you know, run a few races here and there and, have all that work that they have to do but trains are always fun i know that it's a crowd favorite and it's been a favorite of mine since i was a kid so uh hopefully we can get some more trains out next year and, and put on some more entertainment for the fans so uh now jordan i was gonna say i did like how they did that they pulled all the drivers up you know it's the last race in the night like it's it's mm -hmm. it's the most more entertaining one of the of the night right and I, I do like how they pulled everybody out there and they took like a big group photo that it's just showed the kind of the lighter side of it and the camaraderie that goes along with it. Yeah. You know? And like Jared said in his post-race uh, interview, you know, they, it's not like they all just don't care about each other. Like they all help each other out. Like if they need mm -hmm. help working on cars or fix something yeah. up, they, it's like as a collective group, they all want to see everybody get out on the track and they, they help each other that yeah. every, each and every race. So I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, that was great. But um, looking forward to this weekend, we have the Super Late Model Challenge Cup. It's the Bella Flooring America, Belling, blah, blah, blah. Bella Flooring America. Thank you, Challenge Cup night. You got the Super Late Models; they're doing 150. You got the Super Stock Special and the Figure Eight Special. Hey, cheeseburger! So those two series will be crowning a champion, and I do believe that the Super Late Models will be crowning a champion because I did see. That it was that they ended up saying it wasn't a points race, the last the last super late model race, the, the one that snow race, yes. The Butch Snow race, correct. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're gonna be crowning a champion this upcoming weekend. But I mean, challenge cup night, right? Like this is this is the crown jewel event um for super late model races here at Colorado National Speedway. Um, you know, the list goes back back eons of years if you will uh for people winning this race so it's kind of like a, a prestigiousness right to get your name a crown champion of the challenge cup so we're really looking forward to this one it's going to be a fun night uh super stocks as well in the figure eights so get your butts out there and then after that then we only got one more series one one more race to go on october 7th and then that'll that'll wrap it up for the 2023 season crazy Sounds like everybody wants to know if you shotgun the beer instead of me. Uh, I should. Mouthful, huh? You definitely I should. should. It is a mouthful. <laughs> that was uh, that's hard. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't read good. 
<laughs> I don't enunciate very good. He's the uh, official oh. enunciator of the scrum talk. Oh, podcast. read real good. Uh, well, with that, Jake. No. Oh, it's it's oh. my turn. Oh, there's, there's more. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, a little ad break here before we get uh, into the dirt scene with uh, L. Brandon here. Uh, so, citywide, we have. Uh, announced last week uh, to the company, really. They didn't really put anything out on Facebook yet, I don't think. But uh, coming up here on October 8th, yet the night after, or the day after uh, the last race of the year, uh, they are sponsoring the Susan G. Komen uh, Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Pink to Walk or Pink Walk or something like that uh, in downtown by the Civic Center uh, Park. So uh, pretty cool ordeal. Uh, they asked to bring the race car out, so I'm uh, going to do that. Got to be there at like 5.30 in the morning, so that's going to suck, especially uh, being out late the night before. But uh, it's for a good cause, and and I do like that about Citywide is they do a lot of things that they feel is for good causes, and I, I truly believe this is a great cause to be a part of and sponsor. So uh, it was all for uh, bringing the race car out. So, um, what day did you say? October 8th, Sunday, October 8th. I think the oh, walk Sunday, okay. starts at 9 30. so okay. there's gonna be lots of vendors there uh food trucks all kinds of stuff there so uh i'll post a thing on the facebook on the facebook <laughs> oh god i don't it's i can't internet. i can't yeah it's the internet yeah the 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 gmail thing uh <laughs> I'll, post, I'll post something on our facebook uh if you want to at least donate or be a part of it uh at least come out and uh see us and you know hang out uh, I'll put a little Facebook post out there and um, cool ordeal. I've already registered and, you know, donated as well. So with all that, I'll shut up now and let's see dad and I in a garage. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. There we go. And in case you're wondering, uh, Brad Sweet and Kyle Larson are duking out with 10 laps to go for the lead. So, badass. Watching behind me, you can uh, tune in right behind See, me if you like. Perfect timing. Dirt and CO, and you got uh -oh. the dirt. Uh-oh. Larson Kyle Larson was off the track. Uh, yeah, what a what a way to ring this one in, Kyle. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's time for the Dirt and CO weekend recap and the look ahead. <clears throat> you had two uh, tracks in the state of Colorado participating this past weekend, Friday and Saturday night. Uh, the BST tracks to be specific. Uh, so we'll start out with uh, El Paso County Speedway, kind of do it in back backwards order. Uh, Saturday, September 23rd was the 10th annual Fall Brawl Championship Night uh, with the CAT Tour Late Models, the ACS Sprint Cars, Lightning Sprints, Now 600, Circle Drag, Stock Car, Sport Mods, Hobby Stocks, Compacts, and Mini Mods. So as I just said there, buckle up because there's a ton of classes uh, looks like the Warriors were there as well, looking at uh, race pass. <clears throat> so we'll get into the uh, heat winners and the feature top three. And then we'll, of course, uh, as we did last week, go over the championship uh, winners for El Paso County Speedway in the IMCA class. Uh, classes, I should say. So we'll start it off with the big dogs, uh, I guess, uh, wingless, uh, not the big dogs, I guess, but wingless sprints. They had 10 show up, broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one winner was the 44 of Ryan Rader from Parker. Uh, heat race number two winner was the 2J of Zach Blurton from Quinter, Kansas. And I do believe that's the first time I've 
uh, said his name, so making the trek to El Paso. And in your feature, all 10 finished, which is also good to see. Uh, top three was the 75 of Nick Nichols from the Springs, took third. The 2J, uh, your heat number two winner, uh, finished second of Zach Blurton. And the 54 of Glenn Brace from Cortez, Colorado, took your wingless sprint A feature win. Uh, congratulations there, Glenn. And now into your uh, IMCA Sport Mods. They had 14 show up. Broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one went to the 01S of Hunter Smith from Fort Morgan. Heat race number two went to the 11S of Tyler. I'm going to butcher this one. Sekovic from Bennett, uh, Colorado. Oh, it was winged. Okay, Blair. I appreciate uh, the update there. <laughs> Damn you, race pass, for not getting it right. Uh, anyways, uh, the Sport Mods, their feature event, uh, looks like they had a... One did not start in three DNFs, uh, so not good to see that. Uh, third place went to the 43 of Daniel Payne from Calhan. Second place was the 18 of Blaine Lawn Jr. from Pueblo West. And your IMCA Sport Mod feature winner was the 01S of Hunter Smith. So congratulations, Mr. Smith. Uh, into the IMCA stock cars, they had 12 show up, two heat races, of course. Uh, heat race number one went to the 9R of Anthony Rhodes from Arvada. Heat race number two went to the 3C of Stephen Carey from Bloom, Bloomfield, New Mexico. And looks like, again, and same thing as the sport mods, the stock cars had one did not start and four DNFs. So not good to see that. So he had a total of seven cars finish the feature. Third place went to the 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton. 3C of Stephen Carey from Bloomfield, New Mexico. Uh, and the 3C took second. And the 9R of Anthony Rhodes from Arvada. Uh, your heat race one winner and your feature winner for the IMSA stock cars. Uh, down to the hobby stocks, uh, they had six show up, uh, only one uh, heat race, and that went to the 99X of Chad Nelson from Cannon City. And in your feature, third place went to the 99X of Mr. Chad Nelson. Second place was the 12 of Shad Cooper from right here in Denver. Uh, and the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania was your IMSA hobby stocks feature winner of the night on Saturday into the sport compacts they had eight show up uh one heat race for them the 95 of daniel cooper from calhan took the heat race and into the feature uh third place was the two of vincent geisig from uh ellicott colorado 16 of leanne o'lear from boone colorado was second place and the 95 of daniel cooper uh from calhan was your imca sport compacts feature winner on saturday into the a-class micros <coughs> uh they had nine show up uh, broke it down only into one heat race, and that went to the 23J of Mr. Justin Stoles, who I know who had second or third, if he's watching, second or third surgery on his right hand after uh, wrecking his crotch rocket. Um, so for you to get out there and wheel one of those things with literally he had stitches and all kinds of things, the last race of honor. So uh, good for you, Mr. Justin. If you recall, Jordan and Jake, he's the one on, he mm -hmm. was the one on the yellow four-wheeler at uh, IMI back in yep. 2019. That oh, one yeah. just about Hell of a wheel, man. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. tough, I'll say. Um, and, and got great flow. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, yeah, he cut it down a little bit. It's not as flowy, but he still got the flow. Yeah, he still got uh, good flow, yeah. <laughs> and I'll say he blew up a motor two weeks ago at Honor, so to get that replaced and go out there and, and win, very good. Yep. Uh, into the feature, they had one did not start and three DNFs. Um, and third place went to the 28 of Austin Olstrom from Falcon. Second place was the 319 of Hayden Han Hansen from North Platte, Nebraska. And lo and behold, get out the broom. 
uh, for the 23J of Justin Stoles from Peyton, uh, swept the heat and the feature. So congratulations, Justin. Good to see you back out there um, and battling through that pain because I can only imagine right hand too. So, you know, he's, mm-hmm. that hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the CAT uh, late models, uh, they had eight show up. So pretty good car count, broke it down into two heat races. <clears throat> um, and the 47 of Kyle Hill from Buena Vista. Colorado uh, took that one heat number, race number two went to the 29R of Randy Hoff from Parker and in your feature third place went to the 12Y of Kelly Yutterman from Rocky Ford Colorado the 5R of Scott Rhodes from Wheat Ridge Colorado uh, finished second and uh, the track owner uh, 21 of Joe Bellum from Broomfield uh, was your dirt late model feature uh, winner there at El Paso on Saturday. Now down into the lightning sprints they had eight show up they broke it down into two heat races and that First heat race went to the 24B of Johnny Booze from Lakewood. Uh, heat race number two went to the seven of Josh Flood from Thornton. And in your feature, third place went to the 21B of BJ Sawyer from Loveland. The 82 of Jason Woods from the Springs finished second. And lo and behold, get out the broom again. The 24B of Johnny Booze uh, from Lakewood was your Lightning Sprints A feature of the night. Now down into the last class that ran on Saturday, the Warriors. Uh, they had a great car count, 13 of those show up. Uh, they broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one went to the 99 of uh, 99X, excuse me, of Chad Nelson, uh, pulling double duty. And heat race number two went to the 33 of JD Renfro from Cheyenne, Wyoming. And in your feature, third place went to the 44-0 of Frank Ogden from uh, Coldale, Colorado. Uh, the 33 of JD Renfro, uh, your heat race number two winner from Cheyenne, took second. And the 99X of Chad Nelson was your Warrior feature. Uh, winner of the evening and it looks like mini mods did run uh their results are pending on my, uh, my race pass as well as the restricted micros uh so apologies we don't have uh the results there uh but with that the champions at el paso they were all crowned this past weekend uh so we'll rattle them off the imca sport mods with three wins and the 22S of Dave Stock from Pueblo uh, West was your IMCA Sport Mod champion. Congratulations, Mr. Stock. IMCA Stock Cars from El Paso with four wins on the season. The 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton, Colorado. Uh, so congratulations, Mr. Lessig. The Hobby Stocks with four wins on the year was the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania. I know we said his name a lot, obviously. Uh, so congratulations, Cody, into the Sport Compacts uh, with seven wins on the year was the 95 of Daniel Cooper from Calhan. Uh, so that's a hell of a season there. Although seven wins, you'd think he'd have a huge point gap, but he only uh, won by uh, over second place by 10 points. So crazy how that works out. Yeah. Uh, in the in the Warriors, uh, J.D. Renfro, my race pass is showing him with zero wins. I know he won a lot of heat races. I don't know if that's factual or not, but regardless, uh, he was your Warrior champion in 2023 for El Paso County uh, from Cheyenne, and the points gap was uh, 39 points to the good. So congratulations, uh, Mr. Renfro. All right, now on to the sister track, uh, the counterpart there, Phillips County, like I said, did it backwards. They ran Friday, September 22nd, IMCA championship night. I just said a cuss word, not on purpose. Shit. Uh, we <laughs> Champion shit. Uh, with the CAT tour late models, basically the the whole schedule as I just mentioned, but flip flopped. Uh, so they went there on Friday, El Paso Saturday. Uh, so with that, 
Down, uh, let's go with IMC Hobby Stocks. Uh, they had five show up, um, and heat race number one went to the 51 of Colt Gibbs from Holyoke, Colorado. Feature third place was the 54 of Jim Moore from Severance, Colorado. Uh, second place was your heat race number one winner, the 51 of Colt Gibbs. And the winner in the Hobby Stocks on Friday night, 20D of Rob Durfee from North Platte, Nebraska. And into your IMCA Modifieds, they had 10 show up, broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one went to the 20 of Brandon. I always butcher this. Is it Clow or Clo? My apologies from Wallace, Nebraska. Either way, Brandon in the number 20 was your winner. Uh, heat race number two went to the 12 of Brett Smith from Reno, Colorado. And in your feature, uh, looks like we only had one DNF, so that's good to see. Third place went to the 10G of Don Geist from Burlington, Colorado. The 12A of Aiden Steffens from North Platte, Nebraska. Uh, took second, and of course, Brandon uh, C, that I can't pronounce his last name, would win the feature, so I had to pronounce it twice. But regardless, the number 20 uh, of Brandon C was your feature winner in the IMCA Modifieds. Uh, the Dirt Late Models, uh, they had seven show up on Friday. Heat race number one, the only heat race, went to the 21 of Joe Bellum from Broomfield. And in your feature, third place went to the 73, his daughter, Lainey Bellum from Broomfield. And cool to see a little uh, father-daughter action out there. And uh, separating the two, uh, the 11B of Justin Bustle from Imperial, Nebraska. And lo and behold, the 21 of Joe Bellum uh, took this feature win as well. So collecting a lot of trophies from Mr. Bellum Friday and Saturday night. Into the IMCA Sport Mods, uh, they had six show up. Uh, the only heat race uh, went to the number one of Paul Donovan from McCook, Nebraska. And in your feature, third place uh, went to the one of Paul Donovan. Second place was the 11 of Joseph Cooper and the 01S of Hunter Smith uh, racing both nights uh, at Phillips County and El Paso County. Uh, one from uh, Fort Morgan, Colorado. So congratulations, Hunter Smith. Into the stock cars, only five showed up. DJ Banks in the 6J from Brush was your winner. Into the feature, they had one DNF, so four finished the uh, race officially. Third place went to the 6J of DJ Banks. 3C of Stephen Carey from Bloomfield, New Mexico, finished second. And the counterpart to uh, Brandon Clow or Clo, um, kin to him, finished first in the IMCA Stock Cars P111K from Wallace. And apologies, Kyle, if I uh, butchered your last name as well. Uh, into the Warriors and the final class for from Phillips County on Friday. Uh, the Warriors, uh, they had six show up and the 33 of J.D. Renfro from Cheyenne, Wyoming, the 2023 El Paso County champion, was your heat race one winner. Into the feature, third place was the 69 of, I get it, 69, get it, uh, Anthony Simmons from Kearney, Nebraska was third place, 33 of J.D. Renfro, uh, second place in the 84 of Ian Sullivan from Strasburg, Colorado was your winner in the in the Warriors. Uh, and it looks like the IMCA Sport Compact's results are still pending on my race pass, so apologies there. Into the championships, or the champions uh, being crowned at Phillips County for 2023, in the hobby stocks, uh, says zero. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to score this one. We'll have to uh, keep tabs on Phillips County's uh, Philip County's uh, Facebook page. Uh, they were tied, two people for 174 points, uh, first and second. They have the 51 of Colt Gibbs scored first, and the X of Mike Taylor from Yuma uh, scored second. So not sure what they're going to base that off of, uh, but saying here that the point leader is Colt Gibbs, so we'll give it. Uh, we'll give him the win. Uh, so congratulations, Colt. Uh, in the Modifieds, uh, Troy Seidel from Magnolia, Texas, with a 19-point cushion, 
um, was your winner in the in the 20 car there in the IMCA modified. So congratulations, Troy. In the sport compacts, the T21 of Ted Trumbo from St. Francis, Kansas, with two wins on the year, uh, finished by uh, finished to the good by one point. So a really uh, close point battle there over second place. Into the sport mods, your winner was the 1S of Hunter Smith from Fort Morgan, um, saying he has two wins. And again, they he and Joseph Cooper tied at 181 points. So, mm-hmm. Blair, if you're watching, um, how do they determine if there's a tie in IMCA? I have no idea. I'm kind of new to this. Should the wins. Yeah, but think. in the right, think, but in but... the hobby stocks, for example, uh, Colt Gibbs had zero wins. I don't know Mike Taylor. If I can click on him. Uh, he had zero wins as well. So first and second, oh. had, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if Blair can attest to that. Anyways, uh, going on down, and this Kyle Klo guy is just going to kill me tonight. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in the stock cars, he had four wins. He was your IMCA stock car points uh, champion for Phillips County in the 11K from Wallace, Nebraska, 19 points to the good. So no differentiating uh, there uh, for who was the champion in the Warriors. All right, here we go. Probably off wins. I have never ran NCO. Okay, there we go. Uh, he's I, was, same I, I would I think know. it would default to wins. Yeah, the, I, and then it and then maybe heat wins at that point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, something to tie that. Yeah, yeah. break that tie. Uh, and the last uh, champion to be crowned at Phillips County was, of course, in the Warriors Division and uh, JD Renfro. Uh, so he didn't have any wins at El Paso, but he had two wins at Phillips, and that was good enough to uh, get him the 2023 championship. Uh, in the 33 from Cheyenne, Wyoming, with uh, 11 points to the good. So congratulations to all the El Paso County and Phillips County uh, 2023 champions. I know uh, a lot of the dirt tracks, you know, along with the asphalt side, struggled uh, to fight Mother Nature this year. I know at least four or five, uh, depending on what class you were in, uh, got rained out this year, unfortunately. So to, to finish it out strong and um, have a lot of a good car count and for everybody to finish, uh, you know, in one piece was good to see. So congrats again, uh, moving on down to, uh, the I 76 speedway. They finished last weekend. Um, they do have races upcoming this week, uh, which is Friday. The 29th is the 35th annual fall classic featuring all the IMCA classes of 600s, lightning sprints, doors, and 270 micros. And then on Saturday, the 30th, all IMCA classes, 270 micros, doors, midgets, 600s lightning sprints and the uh, Rocky Mountain uh, midgets. Um, I don't know if that's a typo. They have it twice. I will say though, wanted to pull uh, this up on Friday, the 35th annual uh, Colorado Fall Classic. Uh, huge payouts. I'll say huge, but pretty good payouts for m- majority of the classes. $750 to win in the modifieds. Uh, $75 to start the A main. So that's a little you know payback. Uh, $600 to win the sport mods and stock cars. Uh, feature events. $60 in both those classes just to start the main. Uh, hobbies and dwarfs and the 270s, $300 to win and $50 to start those uh, A mains. And then compacts and thunders, which were not listed on the schedule, but regardless, $250 to win that feature and $30 to start. Um, and then for the kind of the more open wheel stuff, 600s and the lightning sprints, they're waiving the entry fees um, on, on both the uh, both the nights and uh, the, rock, the uh, midgets as well. Uh, no entry fees and uh, regular payout uh, will be uh, be applied. So uh, wow, some rules and restrictions awesome. in the fine print uh, if you're so inclined to read that. But yeah, pretty cool <laughs> non-points race and just to uh, give up some uh, pretty good money there to to end their season. So um, Honor Speedway uh, finished their championship, as I mentioned, two weeks ago now. 
they do have the mechanics night race uh, coming up this Saturday. So for those in the Pueblo area that uh, want to give the opportunity to someone in your pit crew or your mechanic, as the title states, to get in the car, go run some laps, have at it, have fun. Um, they're doing that this week. And basically is, is what I'm being told, if there's enough cars to run in each class, which I'd imagine would be two or three, uh, they'll they'll put on a, an actual race for those people. So uh, I will not be participating. I've asked around in my uh, my team and my crew and no one wants to get in it. Um, so we'll uh, we'll keep it parked. But uh, if <laughs> I your foot would stick through the, uh, <laughs> the nose, there is the size 16 foot or whatever you have. Is, <laughs> We'd have to just run wingless and uh, noseless uh, yeah, outlaw cars. But yeah, so uh, if you're uh, so inclined in uh, in the Pueblo West area, if you want to get in there and, and try out your luck, see if you're better than the driver that you wrench for. Um, but anyways, uh, that is the uh, Dirt and CO weekend recap. Obviously, we got uh, about one more weekend to talk about. We probably won't. Uh, we may, if if uh, my race pass has the uh, results from I-76 from this weekend, we, we can talk about the winners uh, earning some big fat checks for those races. Uh, but yeah, with that, we'll uh, take a break. I'll catch my breath. Uh, and I did while we were, while you were rambling off uh, all the uh, champions and stuff, the tiebreaker for IMCA stock cars does come down to uh, sanctioned 40-point feature wins and then 39-point finishes and 38-point finishes. So basically how many wins you have, if that's not enough, then how many second places you've had, third places, and so forth. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Figured. Right. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So dash wins. So they're there in turn. Dash wins don't really make the, all that big of a difference when it comes to yeah. final point standings. Yeah. It's just how you do in the mains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How consistent okay. are you? That's right. It should be. Yeah. No, well, totally, totally understand. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Hey. Uh, now we welcome. know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to hear from our good friends at the agency. Um, and then we're, uh, Jake's going to lead us off, uh, I do believe, for Green Flag, Black Flag are uh, one of our favorite uh, segments here on the podcast. And uh, we'll see if we can uh, get Jordan fired up and rambunctious as always, <laughs> maybe shotgun a few more beers. But uh, before we do that, like I said, the agency, uh, if you're looking to buy, sell your home or multiple homes, or you know someone that is looking to do the same, uh, please reach out to my wife. I know Paul Hamler is watching. You're going to be super disappointed uh, with the ad. So go ahead and just mute me real quick. Uh, Cause I, we did not get to my wife making a re-edit of the ad, if you will. But regardless, uh, the, my offer still stands, and I, 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 I passed this by to my wife. She said I was crazy. But if you buy, sell, or get the price of your home via my wife or refer her 10 free tickets to any any track in Colorado, you heard it here for second Ooh. time. So there's that. Um, obviously, the, obviously, the transaction has to go through. You know what I mean? Can't just, <laughs> yeah. Can't just you know weasel your way in there for 10, uh, 10 free tickets. But regardless, uh, appreciate uh, her help and the agency's support on the podcast as well. And uh, without further ado, we'll, we'll give them their 59 seconds of fame, and uh, Jake will lead us off. So here we go. All right, Scrub and Tires podcast listeners and viewers. If you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell a home or an investment property, find out how much your current home is worth in the ever-changing housing market. Okay, okay, I got it. Let's go to the chase. You want a bigger shop for that new race car you just got, right? Well, let's get you in touch with one of the premier global real estate brokerages and new to the Denver and Colorado market, the agency. 
As I mentioned, the agency is a premier global real estate brokerage team having business in nine countries and counting, including 80 plus offices. What does that mean for you? You get the expertise of some of the most trusted, seasoned, and highest recruited real estate agents right here in your backyard to serve the Denver and Colorado regions. If you're ready to get started, give the Scrub and Tires Podcast official real estate company and real estate agent, Mike Land Hall, a call today at 719-480-3477 and experience for yourself the unmatched service you will receive from start to finish. All right, Paul, I'm fired, so I will uh, hand it over to... <laughs> Jake and George for the, for the remainder of the season. <laughs> Sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's good that she has so one job, busy, right? Yeah. I it know. Is. You have one job for Paul. I know. I know. Paul. I, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make you a deal, Paul. You buy or sell a home with her. I will immediately change that change ad <laughs> Johnny on the spot. I will take a day off for work and just focus on that. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> All right. So one of our favorite segments of, uh, the podcast. Uh, so for all of you watching uh, that have seen this before, uh, you know what's up. Uh, for all of you new people, uh, Green Flag, Black Flag, we'll each go through and do a subject. Uh, and you're also welcome to chime in uh, as fans. Uh, but we will say a subject or a question or anything. Green Flag, we like it. Black Flag, we don't. Sometimes we throw a yellow in there, but mainly Green Flag, Black Flag. So I'll start us off like George said, or Brandon said, excuse me. I, well, I looked up hit Jordan, thought, yeah, whatever. It's been too many chugging beers lately. Um, Have you had a sip of anything since you shotgun that? Oh, yeah. I cracked open another one. So oh, okay. Go. Just checking. There we go. Uh, maybe this will make me. Hey, if I'm drinking, by God, we're all drinking. We're all drinking. <laughs> um, so this one uh, stands with a local scene, uh, like I always do. Uh, I kind of thought this was kind of cool just because we talked about it earlier. And it'd just be a kind of a cool moment, not only maybe for fans, uh, but I think the drivers as well. This would be a cool idea. Uh, so on championship night, uh, especially right, I would think this would be the better part to do it. It's right after qualifying, since all the cars sit in the middle anyway. All the drivers get out, go up to the start finish line, get together, uh, and take a group picture. So green flag, black flag. Uh, Brandon, start with you. Yeah, I... I'm green flag for that. I think um, it's better than the alternative. And, and when George was talking about that and the trains almost interrupted him, which I'm king of that. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't, but um, it's better than, um, cause I remember train specifically, not uh, jumping on this train bandwagon, um, but I've seen the last race of the season in that series. Don't quote me on the year, but I've seen that literally end in helmets being flown at each other, like on the track and punches thrown. Uh, so that's better, right, than having that go on and, and people frustrated and pissed off, which mm -hmm. you, you can see that any any race. It doesn't have to be the last night or the championship night. But, yeah, I'm green flag. I think, um, you know, all the crews, all the drivers, everybody worked their ass off all year, whether you won or lost any race or the championship. Um, it's good to just, you know, congratulate those and, and respect those that uh, you raced against. So green flag, let's take some photos. Heck yeah. I was going to, I'm glad you put that, put it into context mm -hmm. on championship night, because when you were talking, when you initially were talking about this question, I was like, I don't know, because, you know, you want to get back and, and if you need to make some changes before the heat race, you want to have time to be able to do that. Right. But since it's going to be everybody, 
you know what I mean? Like nobody's going to have any sort of advantage at that point, And you're going to have the same amount of time because I mean, unless you're, you're the very last division qualifying, it's really not going to be that much of a difference. I'd say green flag. That would be kind of cool. Just on championship night. Um, you know, have everybody go out there and, 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 you know, get a, get a picture. Like what, what's the harm in that? It's kind of be just something really cool for the fans and, and for the track to promote as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would would be, uh, that would be pretty good. I I like that one. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, something different. Yeah. It it just kind of caps off, you know, the year and like Brandon said, it's a lot of hard work into it and just kind of, you know, a little, yeah. And I think it's, it's, um, good marketing. uh, I'll say for the track, you know, for CNS, if we're, if we're using them as an example, uh, post it on their website after, you know, the races are done for the season. So everybody can see who the drivers were. And then maybe if there's someone interested in games, legends, whatever the class is, right. They can go to their site. Like I did for outlaw cards. You can just start scrolling back. Damn. There's a lot of car cancer. Oh man. Those are cool cars. Like I want to join that kind of thing and Mm -hmm. just help the overall track. So I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. So, all right. Good stuff. Brandon, on uh, you. On to me. So, uh, Jord almost stole my thunder in the Xfinity Series recap, uh, <laughs> talking about uh, Mr. Sammy Smith uh, joining JRM for the 2024 season. Um, if you follow any of the NASCAR uh, handles on social, you would have saw that announcement today. Um, I, totally separate from my green flag, I was blindsided by that. I had, I did not see that one coming. Obviously, he's a JGR mm-hmm. kind of prospect if you will moving up through the ranks and so on um definitely thought you know the next uh cup series type of ride that opened up with toyota um maybe getting them on our mtj in the in the coming years when they retire even though they just resigned but thought he would for sure land there but regardless um it made me start to think um you know because historically we'll use chase elliott for example Started off, you know, racing legends or bandos legends, got up into late models. Um, and that's when Rick Hendrick kind of started to target him, right? And then he came up through the ranks, so on and so on. JGR, all these people, manufacturers do the same thing. So now the pipeline for Toyota is starting to dry up, right? You got you got John Hunter moving up, uh, Ty Gibbs moved up, talking Xfinity specifically. Who else is left, right? Mm-hmm. I mean they're all Chevrolet drivers. If you think about it, you got Cole Custer, that's a top dog in a Ford for Stuart Haas. That's it. So black flag, green flag, black flag, excuse me, just black flag. All yeah, through this question, black flag. flag. Uh, In the coming years, uh, Toyota will suffer significantly from their their pipeline uh, drying up, we'll say. Green flag, black flag, Jake. Yeah, because it, it seems like, like especially with uh, what's his name Jones coming over to J or uh, JRM yep. last year too, and it kind of seems like yeah, some guys kind of coming up from the bottom to the top, and they're like seeing the Toyotas. Like there's not a whole lot of rides in there, but then there's some other you know manufacturers in there that they could, but they have the better shot at getting there through JRM or you know some of these other top notch Xfinity rides, whereas like you know, JGR right now, it just kind of seems like you just might not have that chance. So yeah, I, I'd say green flag that, especially with 
some of the other drivers just signing contracts that you think maybe in the next couple of years they would retire but right. uh you never know what might happen but yeah it looks brighter on the ford and chevy side right now than the toyota side for sure yeah i i think that toyota needs to um take a page out of like jrm's playbook and get one of these teams to start like a like a cars tour car and stuff like that like that's how they're gonna end up like having that sort of feeder program because that's what like dale jr has he's got carson quapple down there mm -hmm. josh berry was running his late model cars that kind of stuff so they need like that just to to start uh, yeah, that developmental end of things. Do I think that they can kind of do the same thing that JRM do it does and like pick some oh, people yeah. here and there? Like Carson Quapple, like he's not, you know, there's no Xfinity rides for him right now, and they don't have a Cup team or no, excuse me, not a Cup team, yeah, but they don't have a they don't have a Craftsman team. They you know they don't got yeah. a truck team, so you know for him, uh, he could they could in turn pick him out off like out from underneath underneath them if they really wanted to. And a couple of these other drivers they got, mm -hmm. you know, cause uh, I, I just think, but for Toyota, if they really want to kind of end this hand picking away from their prodigy pool, you know, they need to start on that level, start doing, you yeah. know, get some sort of program going, get JGR involved or, you know, cause they had Kyle Busch motorsports, right? Like Kyle Busch was kind of like that feeder yeah. for yeah. them for a long time. And now they don't, now that he switched to Chevy, yeah. they don't really have that in a sense, you know? So. And I'll say that it, off the top of my head, I think Jesse Love, who we watched, you yeah. know, lead so many laps at CNS and the Arca series, ultimately lose that race, but he's the only Toyota you know, pipeline driver other than, you know, a Tony Breinger, which I'd be badass to see her, you know, make her way up. Right. Uh, that's all Toyota has. Well, so it's just kind of interesting. You got some other ones like William Sawalich and, and some of those guys like that can yeah. get, that can get handpicked out of the pool, if you will, for, mm -hmm. especially on the super late model series, because though that is more and more, especially now with the ASA tour and everything, like it's starting to pick up its, pace right like you're starting right. to see more oh, yeah. and more names become kind of like you know name stays uh, right exactly uh, and i think that they'll be able to start kind of tearing their program hopefully like i said towards having the limelight start there and then yeah signing them on early and getting them through the program but you know now that it's still very early like the cars tour is just taking off the, oh, yeah. the ASA and the SRL series, the SRL national series, like it's just starting again. So it'll take a few years for it to get there. But um, to your point, I mean, I think green flag for right now, but in the future, um, hopefully if they're smart enough, they'll, yeah. they'll they better change do their something. ways. Yeah. They'll change their mm -hmm. ways and they will like Toyota's oh, too yeah. invested in the motorsports now to, yeah. to not come up with something. So, yeah. but yeah, good, good one. Um, yeah. So mine, uh, yeah, I want to kind of t do something along the lines for both dirt and asphalt because as we've talked about right. a lot this uh -oh. year, let me get my beer. Uh, yeah, get your <laughs> beer. As we talked about a lot this year, the the Mother Nature really took its toll this this season, and we've seen over the course of the last few seasons. I mean, especially early on in the year, April, 
May into June, you know, you, you can flirt with snow, really heavy rain. Like that's our heaviest parts of weather season or those few months. And then you get into July and August and stuff and, and you can really get hammered down with weather there too. But um, I'll use this, this last weekend, for example, you had the late models and the trucks and that was it, right? You had two, really just two series going on in one night. Not to say that's a bad thing at all, but why don't you use that since it's later on in the season to formulate your schedule to try and add in one of those weekends that you missed of racing and add it back into the end of the year. And I know for like the dirt side of things, like I said, I wanted to bring that up where, you know, on, on some of these down nights where maybe not all the IMCA classes are going, but then maybe do a double header. You have the ability to start, especially on the dirt side, right? Just start it earlier in the day. Like, hey, pits are opening at nine o'clock in the morning. We're gonna do double. <laughs> we're gonna do a double header that this night and get it all right. in in one night. It's just something, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be able to get some get some races back for one, and and get some, you know, for guys that are, you know, points and money racing to get yeah. get give that back to the drivers as well. Who, you know, you you pay a lot of money and and get your cars ready over the off season and everything, and then for the first month it's kind of real hit or miss. But, you know, so green flag, black flag, do, do you think that would benefit everybody? Who's going Either one of you, whoever goes. Go ahead, I'm, I'm green flag, because uh, especially while you were asking this question, I went and pulled up CNS's schedule originally from this weekend. And because, like I said earlier, they had the drift cars come out and do a little bit of a show. I don't know how long they were out onto the track. So, uh, you know, everybody watching kind of let us know kind of how long they were out there. But I would assume they were out there for five, maybe ten minutes. And then you had the circle drags, you know, trucks only. I would assume they would have been out there because, you know, it sounds like maybe there was a good amount of trucks that showed up to do that. That takes sometimes 20 minutes. So, I mean, you just threw in 30 minutes of yeah. – intermission entertainment Plus. just to do a filler you know yeah, whereas filler. you could have threw a division from earlier in the year that got rained out and thrown it you know into into that night and you would have just had it added class on top of it and you know would have just been for some fun reasons so totally green flag on that one i think they should latter half of the year kind of like that last quarter even maybe like lessen the amount of divisions per night to possibly add in some from mm -hmm. cancellations rain outs yeah. whatever the you right know, situation was so yeah and, 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 and what does that okay you know for the track what you don't lose any money you know what i mean you're not adding another night you're just taking a night you already had scheduled and just putting a couple more series in there and then and if that has to become their championship night then then you got four series running a championship night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it, it, what, yeah. what well, you're does already that doing matter? That, you're pretty much doing that the last race of the year anyway. Anyways, you know, with seven divisions. What does, what does that make a difference? And if anything, point? you're, you're really making more money at that point, adding a division because that's just that many more pit passes you sell and food and beer and stuff like that. So Very true. yeah, you're, Very you're true. actually adding by not having to do anything other than just put it on the schedule. Correct. That's yeah. that's a very good point. You're you're adding to your bottom line at that point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
so I have a lot of flags to give out on this. I'll say oh. green flag just to Jake's uh, point there. You're going in the state of Colorado in this area, so to speak, you're going to have rain outs and snow outs and lightning outs and all these different kind of weather outs. So maybe plan for that. I think that's the basis of this topic is you're going to run into that. So let's make room at the end of the year for that because right. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. Once, you're twice. Right. right. I mean, last year when we were running Legends, it, we, we got snowed out in May. Like, yeah. you, yeah. you just got to plan for it. Um, so green flag to Jake's point there to give some room in the schedule at the end of the year for that. Um, and then I'm going to throw I'm going to give a green flag to the asphalt side for this. And fortunately or unfortunately, depending on, on how you look at it, CNS is the only at running asphalt track in the state of Colorado. So you can make up more of those races, in my opinion, because it's only one track and other people aren't you know, dink, dink, dink around the state. Right. Green flag there, yellow flag for the dirt side. And I only say that because with the four that run the same series, we talked about that. Can we run this day? Can we run Sunday? Right. And, right. you know, the answer was we wish, but they're racing at XYZ track the next day, or it's mm -hmm. not a IMCA points of, you know, those kind of terms. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's more difficult to do that. I would say green flag, right. like, yes, we need to be, have that leverage to do that. Same thing, add in some cushion, we'll call it at the end of the year, but with all four, you know, tracks running the same divisions and alternating, you know, weekends where they run mm -hmm. super hard to do that. But on the asphalt side, and you're the only track running right now, use that to your advantage and yeah. make sure every single class that comes out, as Jake said, spends their hard earned money and time in the off season or Jordan, whoever said that, um, make sure they get their, their money's worth. And if they get rained out the month of June, like we did this year. Okay. Add it mm -hmm. to October, add mm -hmm. in two, three shows to a night. Sorry, drift cars. Sorry, demo cross, you know, mm -hmm. It is yeah, and, that, and that's not, you know, that, again, that's not what people are there to see. They're there to see the racing, not not mm -hmm. drift cars and all that. Like, it's those are obviously good fillers. But if you had to call those guys up and be like, hey, we're not doing it tonight. Sorry, we're adding one of our normal divisions. Yeah, yeah like, they're not going to. What are they, they going to do? Oh, yeah. well, what, what, they're going to be sticklers about Like, no. Yeah. But if you call up a, a, a damn class and said, hey, guys, like, you're not going to get to run three scheduled races whoa that's mm -hmm. yeah it's it's it sucks and and to, again it's it happens every single year whether oh, yeah. one we had what three this year i think for us two we had two for us mm -hmm. one one we missed the dash races yeah. but then you know uh yeah the late models pro trucks uh, last year i think what the late models and pro trucks i think they missed like what four i don't think the late models ran until like <laughs> Almost yeah, was, in June. It was yeah, I remember, I remember they that. had a shit ton last year where yeah. they missed. And 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 to my point, like the outlaw carts, right? Five rainouts this year, but I not IMCA sanctioned. So we could throw in double features, double feature. We ran right. double features for the last three quarters of the season to make that up, but mm -hmm. we're not running at Phillips and I-76 and all these things. Yeah. So it's, and that's why I wonder for them because and I that's what I had thought about. Like I know it's so hard because they do yeah, one night they're going to be running here. Next night they're going to be running here. That's why I wonder if you bump it up earlier in the day to, right. 
you, you know, and not run double heat races, just run the heat races one, but then you're running double mains to make that up. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like it it could be done on the dirt side. It would just be a little bit more taxing and challenging. But yeah, right. I, I think uh, it, I'm not a track promoter and never will be probably. <laughs> so I am not wearing that hat. Don't attack us. But uh, I, they're in a tough spot. But I just think totally. hopefully they, they keep that in mind mm-hmm. at the beginning or the winter months when they're coming out with the schedule. Like, hey, we should add some buffer in. Yeah, or just or just have a weekend in the summer or in the mm-hmm. fall that is nobody's racing on the schedule, but That's pencil good. it out for a makeup mm-hmm. weekend. Dedicated you know, makeup yeah. weekend. Yep. Yeah. Two well, two. I think there needs to be two weekends dedicated makeup weekend, even if it has to be a Saturday Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't. Yeah. I know most people probably wouldn't care if it, it had to become mm-hmm. a double header show. Right. Yeah. You know. One, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this comment up real quick. Mr. Michael Hines, uh, father of Cassidy Hines, uh, was such a rush to get our cars and trucks ready, and you know from the Saturday because they only had two series running. You know, like even when we ran a couple weeks ago, we had three, but we still it felt rushed to get in the cars on the track. You know, because we're used to having, you know four dashes and then three ahead of us in the fast dashes and then we run and then you got two or three mains ahead of you and then you run your main so it's like you have at least a little bit of time to work on your cars that would also give like this weekend especially uh people that you know hey i could have probably fixed my truck or my car i had a small incident but we only had you know 15 minutes to fix it 20 minutes to fix it and couldn't get back out there or you know we got it fixed but you know our car truck just wasn't right so this gives people time to actually be able to do stuff to their car to get it ready for the next race so yeah right yeah yeah that's a damn good topic jordan mm-hmm. very good cool all right well that wraps up the uh green flag black flag segment of the evening so we will bounce back to jordan to tell us about the uh the uh pink purple eaters the p- <laughs> Yes, AAA service, plumbing, heating, and electric. Uh, what can I say? Uh, def- give them a call. Uh, that's all I can ask for. Is go like uh, this. Go like this. Yeah, got I got. I got oh, and then and the, oh, the old spin around. You, you, you can see. There we go. We got. It. He's there not flexible enough. <laughs> I know. I. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> he pulled up. Uh, uh no like i said we're getting into the cold months here um just starting to uh i I, we're in that flexibility area right now your ac is not on but your heat's not quite on yet either so but it's a damn good time to get them checked both of them get get your ac unit winterized in a sense and then have them come out and check on your furnace and make sure everything's good to go get your air ducts checked out get those cleaned out um, that way you're good to go for the winter months and you're not sitting there scrambling and going, Oh crap, my, you know, it's two degrees outside and you know, we got no heat. So yep. be sure to get that checked out. Um, let them know that we sent you here at the scrub and tires podcast or Smith family racing, and they'll give you a discount. Um, like I said, they're wonderful people. They'll take care of you. And if they don't let me know. So, 
We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. give them a call. But uh, but yes, uh, huge supporters of our race team as well as the race track and the racing community. They are um, been having some talks with them already. Uh, some big plans for next season already in the works. So I can't quite dispel what some of those things are going to be. But if people uh, pay me, I'll tell them. It's going to be exciting for sure. So. <laughs> Help support us. They support us, so support them right back. So with that being said, spin it. Is your toilet always backing up? Got a faucet that's leaking all the time? Call the plumbing pros at AAA Service today to get $50 off any plumbing repair. Scheduling is always easy at AAAToday.com. All right. Jingle. Is that your ringtone? Yeah. (laughs) I should. It's it your mom's be. ringtone, I bet, huh? <laughs> She's uh, got the generic iPhone one. It's uh, <laughs> uh, one thing oh, I wanted I to go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say one thing I wanted to point out here. Uh, this last weekend, one of the local boys taking it to the national level, Mr. Yes. Jace Hansen, going down to Five Flags. They were uh, getting themselves prepared to uh, see what they had and make preparations for the snowball derby coming up. I know. In practice, they had a right front issue, smoked the wall, mm-hmm. went to their That's backup car, uh, finished eighth in the first night, mm-hmm. first main uh, on Friday night, and then second uh, second main, I think they started like 15th or something like that, was running like 12th, and then had a, I think it was a motor issue. Ooh. So so they, uh, so they actually had a DNF on the second night. So... Mm-hmm. Rough weekend for those boys down there at Five Flags, but uh, knowing those guys, they're going to get back here. Oh, they're yeah. going to get shit figured out and get themselves ready to go for the snowball. They performed extremely well last year at the Snowball Derby, so I have no doubt that they'll put in the work and dedication and get it ready to go for uh, well, Who, what, uh, two months from now. Who's the uh, TV or streaming provider for the snowball? I think it's Racing America. If yeah, I do, I would assume it would be either Mav or Racing America, wouldn't it? I think it's yeah, Racing America. Yeah, it was the one that did it last well, year. Our uh, Mr. Know All Brian, uh, Brian Sanders, he was there. He'll last know. Year. He'll know. Yeah. Well, he'll be down there again. Racing America. Yeah, there, Racing America. there, yeah, there we go. So, and then they also we have. Count on him for something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Winchester race coming up too, and that'll also be on Racing America. Mm-hmm. So, looking for looking forward to both of those they coming got a lot up. Of- a lot of good racing at Winchester coming up. They got three, what, three good series for Winchester. Yep. You got uh, the, yeah. the mods, the out, uh, the mods, the, I think they, did they run the outlaws, the late outlaw late models? I think they ran that. I, don't, I can't remember. I know they had the super late model show. I, I know they, they run the super star. Yeah. I can't remember what they ran. They, I know uh, they ran the ASA last year. Well, and then you got the then you got the Winchester 400 coming up on that mm-hmm. Sunday, so that's going to be a hell of a race to watch too. I, I, I look forward to watching that what race. Series of awesome. the late models they run there, but yeah, as you mentioned in the pre-show, Ty Majeski. Yep, Ty Majeski signed up today, so I'm really looking forward to see what he can do on that racetrack, given his experience in the Truck Series the last couple of years. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a hell of a racetrack to try and tame. So it'll be Minus really their uh, last two weeks because we won't talk about that in there. Yeah. But it's not his fault, though. Him in a late model, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. He's one to watch out for. So mm-hmm. I know he's leading the points right now. So that's probably the, what really forced their hand to make that decision to go there mm-hmm. uh, for that race. So 
but yeah, uh, some good on the asphalt side. A uh, lot of lot of upcoming races still to be had before the the true off season starts. Um, got the Vegas race coming up at the end of October. Some local uh, fellows and maybe a lady going down there for that race for the at least for the modified side. Um, so looking forward to that one. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, definitely, hopefully. Somebody will stream that one that where we can at least watch it like last low year. Low budget did it last year. Yeah, low budget did it last year, so we can mm-hmm. at least uh, tune into that one as well. I'll be cheering on 16. all the. Man. Yeah, let's pull that up. Yep. <laughs> pull that. Expecting fifty-five to sixty late models for that super late models for the Derby. That Ooh. is going to be insane. I've actually heard uh, rumors, <clears throat> and Brian know better than I would, but. Uh, a lot of cup series drivers, you know, last year we had a ton of them try to go up. Brad K didn't even make the, you know, the feature event for, yeah. for what it's worth. But uh, I've heard rumor on the rumor mill that a lot of like either former cup series, current cup series, those type of guys are, and maybe they've announced, I don't know when the sign up is, but that's just kind of the rumor. So that'll be I, one to watch. I mean, I, I think Chase is going to be a part of it this year. Yeah. Hopefully you know, Byron, man. Like, oh yeah, you know he'll be there. Um, it, it, same thing with um, uh, Eric Jones. You know he'll be mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Bubba Pollard, of course. Oh, Preston, geez. you know Preston will be there. Jace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of huge names I, are always there. I would be there. surprised if a there. guy like Matt Kenseth or something goes and does yeah. the show. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't know if he would or would or not, but somebody like that, a former, like you said, a former NASCAR Cup guy. That kind of right. races super late models locally just you know it's another exciting name to add to the list you know mm-hmm. hey with how well uh junior ran at bristol get him a car get him an engine yeah. no no. he can ha- he can hang with you talk about you you boosting your uh oh god you thought it was packed covered. last year oh, oh my god wow. i mean hell at lernerville tonight a dirt track that it was packed just because he was i mean not just was, exactly was there, but could yeah. you imagine if he jumped in a super oh, late model and ran the derby? I mean, oh, it God. would be, yeah, you'd have to get a, like double your servers for the for the coverage. Yeah. A lot of beer will be drunk. You yeah, thought was, you thought it was just twenty five dollars per show. It's going to go up to like a hundred dollars per show. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, Paul Himmler also uh, the Legends Nationals down in Vegas as well coming mm-hmm. up in October too. Uh, looking yeah. forward to that one. I remember watching that one. A lot of local local guys and gals went down there for that. Um, so good yeah. luck to everybody going to that yeah. one as well. Uh, Legends race at the bull ring this weekend. Yeah. Cade Fox went down there. I yeah. know that. And he did, he did really well. I think he finished, he finished in the top 10. I thought so. All weekend. I do believe. I think he yeah. ran four different races. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, getting them, getting himself prepared too. I know. Yeah, I do. I do know that they ran this last weekend and then, yeah, they got the, the nationals coming up, which they always pull a shit ton of cars yeah. at nationals. So, so yeah, Cade eight, was eight, eight, eight fourth or third and third. Yeah. I, I saw him post that on his uh, Facebook page or his it's awesome. Instagram. It's yeah. Of, awesome job. That, that kid's got, um, he's got some talent. Cade, I was l- lucky enough to spot for him earlier in this year and um he's got the right attitude he's learning a lot you you can see he's got that drive so uh really looking forward and proud of that young man for what he's shaft in one piece and he'll be good yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for all that oh, don't know he had an issue with a steering shaft earlier in the year and 
it ended up breaking like right after he got off the track or something like that. So Lisa wasn't on the track. It's true. Yeah. So yeah. But this is gonna be it's gonna be fun. A lot, like I said, a lot still to cover between now and the end of the year, even though that yeah. the, on the local level things are starting to wind down. But uh, on the national scene still, there's a lot of good racing still to be had and a lot of local drivers participating. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh on that on that point, what I you know had up watching earlier, uh, for those of you who maybe haven't seen or watched or heard of for that matter, the high limit dirt uh sprint car series that Kyle Larson, Brad Sweet have been putting on since back in March. Definitely check that out. If you have flow racing, um, it's usually on a Tuesday night. Um, I think all of them Tuesday, Wednesday night, um, they have two more races left in their season and it is just so badass. We were in a group mm-hmm. message with a uh, wee man earlier and I was just ranting and raving about how they run that operation and just how amazing that series is. So if you're a sprint car fan, uh, you know, outside of the world of outlaws, uh, Two more races left for the high limit, October 3rd at Bridgeport and the 10th at Lincoln uh, Park Speedway. Um, I'm looking so much for it. I, you know, like I said, they're, they're just so well ran from Brad Sweet and uh, Kyle Larson. You know, you had Dale Jr. there tonight pushing off cars. I mean, that is grassroots racing to a T. And I think that that was their goal. And, you know, Jake Buback from Arvada, yep. uh, you know, mm-hmm. has made countless, you know, starts in that this year. He wasn't racing tonight, but um you know root him on but uh yeah just a lot of lot of cool races outside of colorado still to take place this year so yeah he's been kicking ass and everything midgets you know kicking ass Mm -hmm. yeah so even uh sdp alumni holly clark is going back out to the east coast they're doing the uh tri-county speedway uh late model stock cars so oh cool She's doing that this weekend, so good luck to her good. as well. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, try to get her on the national scene. So. Oh, and, and Kern County's coming up. Their championship is coming mm-hmm. up in uh, October as well. Yep. So she's what sitting second in points for the mods in the SRL mm-hmm. series. Yeah, so that um, that uh, that five mod. I don't know what he's got in that damn car. I think I think. What's his name again? Uh, Travis Third Kettle. Kettle. The guy's Third won Kettle. literally yeah. every race this year. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he just has to start that biscuit bar, baby. It's a biscuit bar, man. He's got truck arms in that car. I do believe but. <laughs> he's got something in that car. I don't know what it yeah. is. But... <laughs> uh, uh, to Brittany Kimmel's comment, that, uh, will we be covering the battle of offenders? I don't recall looking up on CNS real quick when that is. Uh, uh, we have that's... not set a date yet November, gonna... November 25th. I don't, I don't yeah. think we will. I don't That's think we're usually done by then. Yeah. We might, but, you know, announce a winner just on our Facebook page, but yeah, we're, right. we're aiming to be done um, prior to that as far as the uh, podcast is concerned, but yeah. definitely uh, want to keep tabs on that. Cause that's, that's a cool one. And we've mm-hmm. talked to Adam Hilton, you know, about that, who, who puts that on. So mm-hmm. um Definitely, yeah, interested in that one, but unfortunately, I just want to we'll do. I want to do a ride along in that one and just, you know, <laughs> see how many beers I can fit yeah. in the hey. end of the race, and hold my water. I you know, yeah, I don't think they uh, they'd have a problem with it. So. Jordan would have yeah. to at least come off the track five times during that race to uh, pee or, or just pee. oh, that's a hundred percent. Put on an old suit and just just let her fly. Just, no, 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 just just get a, 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 a 
catheter bag or something. Oh, yeah. You want to, you want to put, we won't even. Okay. If you're voluntarily trying to. Uh, no, 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 no. I never said I did. You'd get the funnel or something, you know? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Not the full on one. That's just, this man that is, is volunteering. Wrong. That is just right. wrong. <laughs> you're a braver man than I am. Nope. Not going to happen on this side. Ow. Uh, that just hurts thinking about it. Nope. Uh, All right, but, Jake, uh, what do we got for next week? Well, I was just going to say, Michael Hines, uh, yeah, Jordan and I are uh, planning on coming out and watching the uh, Super Late Models this weekend and, you know, the Super Stocks and Figure Eights Championships as well. Cheer on all of our friends and uh, everybody out there. So, yeah, we, you'll, you'll probably see us out there. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. We've got people in line. Uh, we do have a guest. We're just waiting for that click of yes. Yeah. But we're, we're like 95% sure. Seems like the later we go in the in the uh, year, the mm-hmm. more ramped up people's schedules are. So mm-hmm. apologies yeah. that we haven't had yeah. a guest on in exactly. Weeks or so, but, but you know, we're also mindful of people's time and stuff. We don't want to bother them if uh, mm-hmm. they yeah. got especially out of town shows they're trying mm-hmm. to get ready for. And you know, uh, like Brandon said, it's uh, kind of ramping up toward the end of the season, and you know, time is money. So. But money is uh, time, baby. Yep. Yeah, but uh we got we got some good people that have been lined up and uh you know looking forward to hearing from these I wouldn't even say drivers specifically, hey. uh people in the racing scene uh lined up. So uh Let's get, uh Sean Payton on here next week. <laughs> yeah, we okay, got let's we get got Dion old, on here and see what he's doing. We got a prime time coming on, talking a little uh local race. My uh my yep. ducks took care of Do you know them. what turning left means? <laughs> Do you know what a stock car is? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we got uh, you know our normal show. Uh, if uh, we get the guest on, uh, we'll try and go through the uh, events of the Super Late Model Show with Super Stocks Figure Eights, and then the last yeah. little bit of dirt stuff going on, and uh, you know start winding down to the end of the year. It's kind of sucks. It's it's almost done, but yeah, it's been a good year, I think, so far. And you know, oh, like yeah. Brandon said earlier, we got some good stuff lined up for uh, next year, and you know, we're looking forward to it. So we're gonna finish out the year strong and uh, put on some good show for everybody, and um, you know, move on into the next year and make this go above and beyond. So Buzz Lightyear to infinity. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll go through our last little comments here. Uh, I don't really got too much left to say other than good luck to all the drivers out this weekend. Be safe, drive hard, come home in one piece with the car, and uh, just put on a good show. So, Mm -hmm. uh, boys? Uh, Okay, well, yeah, echoing what what Jake said there, uh, we appreciate, you know, even when, when we don't have a guest on your viewership, um, we see you guys on here. We see, you know, the the uh, the stats, we'll call them on Spotify and Apple. Uh, I personally know that I enjoy listening to podcasts when I'm driving. I've heard a lot of people uh, listen to the show while they're driving, you know, to make that drive that much shorter and, and hopefully more enjoyable. But uh, we appreciate all of you. Um, and yes, stay tuned. We have a hell of a last episode planned for you guys. Um, it's going to be fun. Um, we've kind of been teasing at the beginning, obviously there'll be a lot of this and outlaw beers drank that night. And that's, that's the fun of it. You can literally watch three grown men get drunk, uh, live. So at the expense of, uh, our livers. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, keep tuning in. Uh, we got a huge, huge, uh, 
change up, I'll say, for, for next season. It's going to be fun. You guys are going to enjoy it. Um, yeah, and with that, um, I don't really have much more to say. Good luck, as Jake said, to everybody racing out there, and we're going to con continue to uh, bring you good content, content, talk about those uh, sometimes difficult topics that no one else wants to bring up or you know just keep amongst in the pit area. So that's what we're here for. Um, but yeah, um, I, uh, don't have anything else. Just appreciate the viewership, listenership, and, uh, all the comments that we receive on and off the track. So pass to, uh, Jordan below me. Yeah. Not much more I need to add to what both these yahoos just said. Uh, the only thing I want to say is just thank you again for tuning in, uh, like, share, follow all the things, tell your friends. Uh, get some people more involved here as we start to wind down towards the end of our uh, our season three. If you would, if you can't believe it, crazy. We're already episode ninety. This was so ten more, and we're at a hundred already. So I love doing this. Just... Shotgun a lot of beers on that episode. Yeah, yeah that's to, sure. uh, fast forward to make one hundred the season ender tonight, and just yeah. 10... Oh, sorry, we skipped a couple. <laughs> ten more, ten more weeks of. I mean, seven, but ten. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> He's not yes, people. It's okay. <laughs> uh, good luck to everybody again this weekend and be safe. Uh, fans and drivers alike, crew, safety crew, everybody that works at the racetracks, both all the racetracks. Uh, again, thank you guys for doing all that you do. We truly, truly appreciate it. Doesn't go unnoticed. We uh, thank you all again. And yeah, with that being said, thank you all for watching. This has been a hell of a night. It's been a lot of fun. We've got a couple more here to go on the local scene. And then, like Brandon said, get into the uh, the end of the season and talk about what we got planned for next year. So that being there said, keep scrubbing them tires. Boom. <laughs>